Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The Endurance of Labor Laws. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan, and today is episode 201, and we are going to take a look at the Department of Defense Office of Inspector General. So basically, this is a office that has multiple people in it, and so the Inspector General is in charge of this, and they are within the Department of Defense, and so pretty much all of these different federal agencies have a inspector general for the most part. And so what's going to be very interesting about this one is that there's definitely a lot of waste and fraud and they don't really fix anything, which is technically what they're supposed to be doing. They are supposed to be fixing things. So it's kind of like, come on. But anyway, um first of all, let me give a big shout out to my listeners because as usual, you guys are awesome. So a big shout out to Oklahoma, California, New York, Virginia, Texas, Pennsylvania, British Columbia, Illinois, Oregon, West Virginia, Georgia, Florida, Indiana, Massachusetts, Ohio, Alabama, Minnesota, Washington, Colorado, District of Columbia, New Jersey, Tennessee, Rhode Island, Kansas. Now, I will say this, Kansas drivers or Kansas citizens, you need to work on your driving. Um <laughs> We have had so many people from Kansas um here in Oklahoma and their driving is just horrendous. So please go back to driving school and work on that. Actually pass and stop hindering the flow of traffic, stop causing car wrecks. I don't know if it is a literacy problem or just the fact that they are not very observant, but every single time, well, well let me let me extend an olive branch here. I would say 95 to 99% of the time Whenever someone does something stupid in their car or they do something really stupid or weird on the road, you know, I look at the license plate and it's almost always a license plate from Kansas. And I just have learned to bust out laughing because it's like every single time it is always someone from Kansas. So again, please go back to driving school and pass. I would greatly appreciate that and so would the rest of the United States. So uh let's see here a big shout out to North Carolina, Nevada, Nebraska, Mississippi, Maryland, Michigan, Iowa, Alberta, New Brunswick, Louisiana, Wisconsin, Connecticut, Manitoba, Hawaii, Newfoundland, it says Labrador after that. I'm not sure why it says that. I don't know. Um I don't know if that's part of the name or not. I thought a Labrador was a dog. <laughs> so I don't know why that title is there. Um but in terms of countries the United States, Canada, the Russian Federation, the United Kingdom, uh the Netherlands, Australia, Slovakia, South Africa, Japan, Denmark and Uzbekistan. So again, we are taking a look at the Department of Defense, the Office of the Inspector General. So just a little bit of background. It was formed in 1982. As of 2011, they have 1600 employees. and probably more than that now so they have way too many employees just within this office so you have the department of defense which is super huge in terms of employees and just over employing people well this particular office is an example of this because this is an office within the department of defense agency so this is a federal agency within the united states so it has nothing to do with any other country which is why you know for example with labor unions why we should not have international labor unions and the the United States should not be involved with other countries labor unions because it poses a big problem especially at a federal and state level as well as legislation issues um the general nature of the office of inspector general is it is a civilian agency even though it is within the department of defense so this is one of those 
reasons why the Department of Defense has so many, I would say, useless and incompetent employees because they they overhire and then they hire so many civilian people that don't need to be involved in it. And plus, a lot of these people are bureaucrats, meaning they are professional paper pushers. They are overpaid and don't do a whole lot of work, and they very rarely care to do what's right. And that's very unfortunate. And we will go into more detail about that. I'm not just saying that, you know, as a Republican capitalist. You know, that's that's not. I think a lot of people think that whenever someone、um, says things like what I just said, oh, that's just what a Republican says. No, th- this is speaking from someone. Um, who is a Republican capitalist? But I've also worked as a staff accountant for the last 14 years of my life. I also have this podcast.、Um, I've worked as an auditor, and I've also worked as a licensed insurance agent. So I'm very much aware of state and federal laws, and within different industries. And、um, I'm very much in favor of regulations. It's just I don't believe in overregulation, especially on the American people. But what sucks about this office and this agency is that it overregulates American citizens. But it doesn't think it needs to be regulated, and so that's why there's a lot of waste and fraud and overspending, and why there is incompetence and very much unethical behavior taking place within the office of the Inspector General within the Department of Defense. And again, many federal agencies have an Inspector General, and typically with an Inspector General, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but typically part of the job responsibility for a、uh, Inspector General is that they are supposed to do audits and they're supposed to do investigations. To stop fraud and abuse and things of that nature, and in regards to the Department of Defense, they haven't done a good job of that at all, which is why the Department of Defense spends almost a billion dollars per year of our federal tax dollars, meaning it's not their money, it's our money, and so they use and abuse those monies, and they don't like being held accountable for that, which is very unfortunate because they they report to the American people, but they think that we report to them. So a lot of these federal agencies, especially this one within the Department of Defense, and I'd say the the Department of Defense in general, they very much act communist in that, you know, they think that they are the big government and we're just the stupid peasants. Well, that is exactly what happened in the Soviet Union. It is exactly what is happening in any and all communist countries on the face of this earth, which includes China, Venezuela. I mean, I could go on. I should make a list of communist countries. So basically, you have a government that thinks that they are too big to fail. Like they they think that way, just like these banks and these、um, automobile、uh, companies or whatever. No one is too big to fail. No one is too big to fail. But what sucks is that when your government fails, it's because predominantly because of corruption and of、uh, abuse, a big time in respect to that, and just trying to take or not trying. They do take away rights. And、um, they, they take away rights from the citizens, and so that leads to a lot of corruption and lack of accountability. And so, you know, this agency it doesn't necessarily come across to me as they've taken rights away from citizens. It's just that they have tried to hinder people's rights with、um, data collection, and I have a problem with that because that's very much unlawful. And so they skirt the law, and they rewrite the law, and they pass legislations and. These rules, laws, and、uh, legislations to give themselves permission to not be held accountable for what they do. And, you know, and needless to say, if you or I were to do that, just as regular everyday citizens, we would be put in prison. But yet, these people get permission to do the very thing that you're not supposed to do. And the reason why they're given permission to do that is because it's the good old boy system. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It's it's bureaucracy. So we have these professional paid bureaucrats that are overpaid. Uh, professional paper pushers that do not do the right thing, and so that is why、uh, departments like this 
have issues with ethics, morals, values, and you know, professionalism. Basically, they have none of those characteristics. So again, kind of an issue with that. Um, but again, this is a civilian agency within a military agency. So um, they're headquartered in Alexandria, Virginia. Their parent agency, of course, is the Department of Defense, which we have seen has has corruption problems, unfortunately. I, you know, I kind of feel like sometimes the military gets too big for its britches, and so you have these military leaders that they're always wearing a uniform, and they are very decorated officers for whatever reason. But they think very much too highly of themselves, and you know, whenever someone thinks too highly of themselves, that that is a perfect example of what you do not want in a leader. But yet, these are the people that are in charge of the Department of Defense, and these are um, the civilian people that are in charge of these Inspector General offices. So they very much love to toot their horn, and they love to get paid really well and not do a lot of work, and then get really cushy benefits that we pay for. We pay for their federal healthcare benefits, but yet we don't have access to the cushy benefits that federal employees have access to. That's that's very much discrimination there. So. Um, Diving into this just a little bit here, it says the Department of Defense Inspector General, also known as DODIG, they very much love to abbreviate things. I was going to say obliterate. <laughs> If they're the Department of Defense, they probably do like to obliterate some things because it's military. Um, sometimes justly, sometimes unjustly. But I was going to say that they very much love to abbreviate things because they like to feel special. And so the DODIG is an independent. It's not independent. Um, objective. They're not objective. Objective agency that provides oversight. They do not provide oversight. They uh, they skirt the law and they cover up information. Um, that provides oversight related to the programs and operations of the United States Department of Defense. Um, the DODIG was created in 1982 as an amendment to the Inspector General Act of 1978, which we will go over at a later time. In terms of a little bit of their background, uh, the Department of Defense Inspector General was established, of course, in 1982. It says the mission of the DODIG, as established by the Inspector General Act of 1978, and then amended um, later on. Um, it says the Inspector General of the Department of Defense is to serve as an independent and objective office in the Department of Defense. That's a joke. But some of the things that they are supposed to do, this is laughable when I first read all this, conduct, supervise, monitor, and initiate audits, evaluations, and investigations relating to programs and operations of the Department of Defense. The reason why I busted out laughing when I originally read this was because the Department of Defense has gotten in trouble uh, numerous times for not wanting to do audits, not completing audits, and then when they do or when they have completed an audit, They don't care to know the results because they know the results are really bad, and then they refuse to implement uh, the changes or the uh, the actions that need to be taken to stop the bad behavior and stop the overspending, and they just refuse to acknowledge their issues and they just want to continue to spend our money. And so there there are billions of dollars that are wasted and uh, or spent um, by the DoD because of waste, fraud, and inaccuracy. You know, predominantly waste and fraud um, within that department. So they don't want to know because they want the gravy train to continue. So they think if they stick their head in the sand and they redact uh, different things within legal documents, or if they just suppress completely these legal documents, 
then the American people will never find out. So there's a lot of things that the DOD and the Inspector General of the DOD do not want the American people to know because then we would hold them accountable. But what they don't realize and they're too stupid to realize unfortunately and ignorance is not always bliss here. What they're what they're so stupid and they don't realize is that you know if you're not held accountable then, then you can never be your best at your job. That's the thing. So that's why I love these people lack character, they lack morals, they lack values and that's not just being democrat or republican. Um because these people they come from any and every party so to speak. Like we do have a two-party system, but there are people that they may register as republican or democrat, but they may very well be a communist or a fascist. So there are so many parties, I would say hidden parties within the United States, but it's just that they have to register for something in order to vote. hopefully legally because we don't believe in illegal voting. Um the other thing that these people are supposed to do or these people the inspector general of this department um they're supposed to provide leadership that's a joke and coordination and um recommend policies for activities designed to promote economy that's a joke. They they use our economy to uh line their pockets with our money. Um designed to promote economy efficiency they're not even efficient at what they do um and effectiveness they're not effective in the administration of and to prevent and detect fraud and abuse in such programs and operations. The Department of Defense is one of the most fraudulent departments that we have seen so far. I think they're worse than the EPA. And that very much saddens me because this is our military. So this is, you know, a big reason why I tell people, especially on my podcast that you have to be careful who you elect to office. because whoever you elect to office is who nominates and appoints these people to run these different agencies and these departments and you know it's one of those things that um if the person you elect is not really all mentally there or or, or if they are incompetent or they don't really know good people to appoint then they're going to appoint who's basically around them which may not always be the best people which is what we are experiencing now So another thing that this department does it provides a means for keeping the Secretary of Defense and the Congress fully and currently informed that's a joke about problems and deficiencies relating to the administration of such programs and operations and the necessity for and progress of corrective action. What's interesting is that the Department of Defense and the Inspector General um they they don't care um to to handle or to participate in corrective action because they don't think they need to be corrected. You know, this is the problem with elitism. This is very much a rampant mindset in Washington D.C. So, needless to say, when President Trump was president, he very much tried to drain the swamp of Washington D.C. because it was definitely a swamp on both sides of the aisle. It's not just all Democrats that were that were swampy. There were also Republicans that turned their back on the American people and were doing things that they should not. because even republicans unfortunately can have a problem with greed although i think that greed is predominantly a problem with the democratic party because it is typically the democratic party that very much wants to raise our taxes and things that are that our monies that our labor and the money that we get paid for our labor they think it doesn't belong to us they think it belongs to the government so that's what i was talking about when you have these hidden parties um these hidden parties within the United States such as communists like the communist party and things like that communism has been here for a long time it immigrated here um i would say predominantly poor immigrants from um very much abnormal countries and you know they come over here wanting a better life but instead of you know embracing the good life that America has they just wanted to rip it apart well that's basically what the democratic party does 
especially under liberalism and progressivism, which is why basically what they want to do now is predominantly bad. I miss my just plain Jane, good old uh, Democrats, you know, just your just your regular Democrat. That's not a crazy liberal nutbag, but unfortunately their party has been taken over. So, who knows, maybe we'll have a communist party, I hope not. Um another thing that the inspector general is supposed to do is promote national security, that's a joke, by conducting objective um and independent audits. They don't even like audits and they don't uh, conduct them like they're supposed to and then they don't release the findings of those audits to the American people and they're supposed to do that. Um so by conducting objective and independent audits, investigations, that's a joke, and other activities to prevent, detect and rectify problems in the Department of Defense programs and operations and to identify opportunities for improving efficiency and effectiveness. They haven't been doing any of that even though that is the very thing that they are supposed to do. These are the very things that they don't want to do because if they actually did do these things, then their budget would be cut in half at least and the gravy train would stop. But needs to say federal agencies love money. You know, it's like what I've said times past in my podcast where You know, if you want to search for greed and find out where it is, it's not predominantly in Wall Street. It's predominantly every everywhere else, but especially in our federal government. And the reason why greed is a huge problem in our federal government is because our federal government does not like to regulate itself. It just likes to regulate and overregulate Wall Street, the stock market, basically everything else except themselves. So they very much like to give themselves a get out of jail free card. So maybe their favorite game is monopoly. Um in terms of functions and responsibilities, it says the inspector general acts as a principal advisor to the secretary of defense in matters of department fraud, waste and abuse. You know, they may advise of that, but they're not advising well. I mean, just look at what's going on. Um the Department of Defense Um Inspector General combats fraud. Oh, they combat. Yeah, that's a joke. Combats fraud, waste and abuse in the Department of Defense by conducting audits and investigations. That's a complete joke. Um in addition, the Inspector General ensures that the Secretary of Defense and the Congress are fully informed of problems in the department. That's not true. They've been redacting um from legal documents and they've been hiding their audits. So, obviously this um they have a problem with honesty and integrity. Um some other responsibilities of the Department of Defense uh, Inspector General includes providing policy direction for and to uh, uh, to conduct, supervise and coordinate audits and investigations relating to the programs and operations of the department. That's not true. They don't do their job. Um also they're supposed to have reviewing of existing and proposed legislation and regulations relating to programs within the Department of Defense. and hopefully to um deter and prevent fraud and abuse they don't really do that and then um they coordinate relationships with federal agencies state and local government agencies and non-governmental entities in matters relating to promotion of the economy and detection of fraud and abuse so basically you know basically um they want these relationships because it's like you scratch my back I'll scratch yours That's why it's a problem whenever you have people appointed to positions like this or nominated and they just bring in all their cronies that think exactly the same way as them. So that's why you know the Department of Defense gets a free pass and spends almost a billion dollars a year a year because of people like this that do not do the right thing regardless of whether the chips are down or not. It's day in day out they have cronies working there. That's why they have so many employees that work on the civilian side. So who's authorizing this? Our military. 
And then who's authorizing that? Anyone above these military officers that they report to. Ultimately, they report to the president. So kind of a problem there. Um, also, they are supposed to transmit a semi-annual report to the Congress that is supposed to be available to the public. Good luck with that. I'll see if I can research it. But who knows if what is in there is even true because they've been hiding information for a long time. And this isn't just from a Democrat um, presidency. I think it's a problem with, with either type of presidency, whether it's Republican or Democrat, because unfortunately these bureaucrats – Sometimes they stay, they stay in their positions of power for a really long time, like decade after decade, because all they do is just rotate chairs. It's like a cakewalk. It's very difficult to get them out of their position and get them out of office. And, you know, it makes it very difficult to drain the swamp. So we need a Republican president and we need better employees that are willing to basically shake off the dust off of Washington, D.C., And hold these people accountable. And I don't just mean elected officials. I'm talking about anyone that is nominated or appointed to these federal agencies. Because they very much know they have it good. And they make way too much money, especially considering the job that they don't do. Um, it says the Department of Defense Inspector General is authorized to have access, get this, to all records, reports, audits, reviews, documents, papers, recommendations, or other material available to any Department of Defense component uh, which relates to programs and operations of the Department of Defense. So basically, they can get their hands on anything. That's a problem. That is a problem because they, they lack respecting privacy of American citizens. And it's one of those things, I remember during a President Obama, I can't remember if it was his first term or his second term, but um, there was a bit of a scandal where there was a hidden court within the federal government that um, issued subpoenas and warrants unlawfully uh, to get invasive information from uh, just regular, everyday American citizens. And that's not right. Um, you know what that reminds me of? It, it reminds me of why the original 13 colonies rebelled against uh, the monarchy of the United Kingdom. One of the reasons why they rebelled was because of what Um, Britain was doing in terms of their military. They were being invasive to the colonies and they were not respecting the colonists here. And, you know, they treat them like peasants and then took their monies and then acted like they should have no privacy whatsoever. And that everything about the colonists should be reported to the king or queen. That is exactly what the Department of Defense is doing. And they've been given permission to do that because of President Obama. And again, I don't know if that was during his first term or his second term, but here's, here's the thing. Um, I have not heard of a Republican president that's called him out on that. And I'm, I'm not aware of any Republicans that have actually stopped that secret court or whatever and stopped those subpoenas and warrants that are unlawful. I just haven't heard of it. So both Republicans and Democrats are guilty of doing these things and not stopping the fraud and abuse and the unlawful behavior. Because unfortunately, with the Department of Defense and these inspector generals, um, they try and they are very much effective in um, – rewriting legislation so that their unlawful acts are lawful. Well, that's exactly what communists do, so we probably shouldn't be doing that. Um, the inspector general um, may issue subpoenas, here we go, for the production of documents, reports, answers, records, accounts, papers, and other data or documentary evidence uh, necessary in the performance of the functions designed, or sorry, assigned to the Department of Defense Inspector General um, by the Inspector General Act. Additionally, um, 
the Department of Defense Inspector General has been given the authority, get this, to require testimony from any witness who is not currently a federal employee. That means regular, everyday United States citizens. So here these people have, give, have been given a free pass to violate our constitutional rights. That is a big problem. And the reason why that is a big problem is because this is what happens when you have a big government. The power is with the people. It's not with the government. So basically what's happening here within this agency and its parent agency, the Department of Defense, they think that we report to them when that's not true at all. They report to us, the American people. Because we, the citizens of the United States, we are the government. But these people don't act like that. So that's why it's a problem whenever you hire or employ um, your buddies and they have this uh, issue with entitlement thinking. And, you, you know, that is rampant in our military as well. Very rampant. It's horrible. I mean, they get a free pass for all kinds of stuff, and it's not right. Um, in terms of investive, uh, or sorry, investigative, um, let's say administrative investigations, it says the uh, administrative investigations oversees the Department of Defense component allegations of misconduct by senior uh, Department of Defense officials. That's a joke. And allegations of whistleblower Uh, reprisal and restriction from communication with an inspector general or a member of Congress. So here's the thing. Um, they have these investigations, but it's still a problem because it's within the same agency. So do you really think they are going to report themselves? No, they're not. They're not going to report themselves. They're not going to investigate themselves. That's the problem. Um, administrative investigations also provides a confidential Department of Defense hotline. Good luck with that. For reporting fraud, waste, and abuse, and for detecting and preventing threats and danger to the public health and safety of the Department of Defense. Okay, so who's picking up these phones? Because it doesn't sound like these people have uh, ethics or morals. So if you have a very unethical agency or department, I'm guessing that it would be unethical people that are picking up the phone. So good luck with that. In terms of audits, um, these auditors... are supposed to provide independent, relevant, and timely audits that promote economy, efficiency, and effectiveness. Same old verbiage. It's, it's garbage. And include um, actionable recommendations. Basically, they're supposed to make these recommendations and um, supposedly be good stewards of its resources. And they're not good at their job at all. Like, you know, the Department of Defense and the Inspector General for the Department of Defense, they don't like audits. They don't like being told what they're doing wrong because they don't care to change. They just really like the gravy train. And next we're going to talk about the Defense Criminal Investigative Service. So the Defense Criminal Investigative Service conducts criminal investigations of matters related to Department of Defense programs and operations, focusing on procurement fraud, yeah, right, uh, public corruption, mm, look to yourselves, uh, product substitution, health care fraud, good luck with that. Um, Obamacare is a perfect example of health care fraud. Um, illegal technology transfer, hmm, are they going to look to themselves for unlawfully getting information on American citizens? I don't know. I can't see them putting, uh, not cufflinks, I can't see them putting cuffs on themselves. <laughs> and then a cyber crimes and computer intrusions. Oh, so computer intrusions. So um, are they going to admit that they've been intruding on American citizens' privacy for a long time and they give themselves permission to do that by changing our laws, our legislations, and our regulations so that they have permission to skirt the law? And it's very hard to hold them accountable for the crimes that they commit because they make their crimes legal. That's the problem. In terms of, let's see, 
says here the inspector general is nominated by the president so that's why you have to be careful who you elect to office um the inspector general is nominated by the president and confirmed by the senate so you have to be careful who you vote for president and then who you vote for in terms of your senators so that's important there an inspector general may only be removed by the president who must notify the congress of the reasons for such a removal good luck with that The inspector general has independent authority within the department to initiate and conduct audits, yeah, right, investigations. I'm going to say yeah, right. I mean like are they actually going to conduct anything? Probably not because they don't want to know. Uh conduct audits, investigations and special assessments in areas involving the programs and operations of the department. The inspector general um has authority to have direct and prompt access to the secretary of defense for any purpose pertaining to the performance of the functions and responsibilities of the inspector general. The inspector general has the authority to select, appoint and employ such officers and employees as may be necessary uh, to quote directly contract for program services and maintain legal counsel who report directly to the inspector general. So this is why it's very important who um we elect because then they nominate these people and then they can cover up things. So we we want to make sure that stuff doesn't happen but but it's been happening for a while. I'm not a fan of it uh, because it's illegal and immoral, but here's the thing, like this is why um you know whenever a crony gets nominated, you know what kind of people do you think they're going to employ? They're basically going to bring in you know their 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 pack of hoodlums. your professional hoodlums, you know, white collar workers um that have this sense of entitlement, they're overpaid and they hardly do any work and they're professional paper pushers, but yet they get amazing healthcare benefits that that the majority of the United States does not get. So, you know, ignorance is not always bliss here. Um it says the Secretary of Defense may prohibit the Inspector General from initiating, carrying out or completing an audit or investigation or from issuing a subpoena if the Secretary determines that each uh, prohibition is necessary to preserve the national security interests of the United States. So here's the thing, the Secretary of Defense, you know, it's really important for them to be of uh, honest and good tech uh, to be honest and have integrity. Because here's the thing, um they can easily cover up anything they want. So that that's an issue there. Um exercise of such power requires notification of Congress. Good luck with that within 30 days. to include a statement of the reasons for the exercise of such power. So basically um they're going to do it anyway, but they're just going to put it in legalistic writing which means no one will be able to understand what they're saying. And so it kind of reminds me of when Obamacare was getting passed, no one actually read the law. They just passed it so that quote, you know, like from what Nancy Pelosi said, well we need to pass it to know what's in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. She's lost her mind. Her her mind's been mush for a long time. Um the Department of, De- of Defense Inspector General receives requests from Congress, uh, the department and the public. I doubt that they actually take those requests seriously, especially from the public. Um because they think they're better than us and they are not. Um so it says in addition to these sources, the Department of Defense Inspector General plans projects based on areas critical to the management challenges of the department uh which are published in the Department of Defense Agency financial report so we will need to take a look at that cuz i just wonder how much they are actually releasing to the public cuz they seem to hide a lot of things that we are supposed to know so it says here each component develops an annual plan that considers um legislative mandates um inspector general priorities requests from congress requests from department of defense senior leadership so basically the good old boys 
and the defense hotline complaint. So they probably put those in uh, the garbage can. Um, so it says here, Section 2-3 of the Inspector General Act requires the Inspector General to keep Congress fully and currently informed, that's a joke, about problems and deficiencies getting, or sorry, relating to the administration of Department of Defense programs and operations and the necessity for and progress of corrective action. Well, that depends on what they're releasing and what they're redacting. So good luck with that. There's a reason why sometimes Congress is ignorant. It's because people lie to them, and there's two different types of lying. There's blatant lying, like what you speak, and then what you don't speak. Like there's lying by omission. So both are still bad. Um, Section 4-A of the Inspector General Act requires the Inspector General to review existing and proposed legislation and regulations relating to the programs and operations of the Department of Defense and to make recommendations. So good luck with that. And they're supposed to have prevention of or prevention and detection of fraud and abuse. Good luck with that because their yearly budget, meaning money that they are given, is almost a billion dollars per year. And they have failed many audits, and they don't care to be audited, and they don't care to correct what the problems are. So good luck with all that. Um, in addition, the inspector general testifies, oh, so they're important, their words are important, uh, testifies before committees of Congress, including the Senate Armed Services Committee, House Armed Services Committee, the Senate and House Appropriations Committee, the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs, and the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. So basically these people are very much in a position of power, and they control the information that goes in their agency and what is released from their agency. So good luck getting the truth out of these people. Uh, the Department of Defense Inspector General audits, um, inspections, and investigations support the Congress and its oversight of the Department of Defense. So here's the thing. If they are misleading and their audits, their inspections, or investigations, and these are submitted to the Congress, no wonder their budget is never called out on. You know, no wonder they get away with so much stuff that they should not. It's really quite sad because it's the American citizens and our military personnel that suffer. Really, they do. It's horrible. Um, in addition, the Department of Defense Inspector General meets regularly with members and staff to brief them on Inspector General findings and activities. What's that going to be? What they don't want them to know? I mean, it's serious, folks. Like, these people, they have way too much power, and they do not tell the Congress and the Senate everything, and they should. So a little bit about the defense hotline. It says, the defense hotline provides a confidential means, uh, yeah, yeah, right, of reporting instances of fraud, waste, abuse of authority, and mismanagement. Here's the thing. Um, Americans don't even have confidentiality like we're supposed to, so how, how on earth can they have a defense hotline that provides confidentiality? It's a joke. Because the Department of Defense doesn't even, even respect our right to privacy. So, you know, if this department does not even respect the privacy of American citizens, what makes you think they're going to take uh, anything seriously that's reported to them on a hotline? That's a big problem. Um, the Department of Defense Inspector General manages the defense hotline. Good luck with that. Complaints received by the defense hotline are referred to, so basically passing the hockey puck, not getting things done, are referred to the appropriate inspector general, basically bureaucrat, defense agency, another bureaucrat, or investigative agency, another bureaucrat, for inquiry or investigation. Good luck with all that. Uh, defense hotline staff work closely with the inspectors uh, general of the military services and defense agencies to ensure that complaints are efficiently and effectively investigated and reported. I doubt that. 
Because these people, um, they don't like people to know what they're actually doing and what they're doing wrong because they don't believe in being held accountable. So here's the thing. When someone is practicing unethical behavior in one area of their life, typically they are unethical in almost every area of their life. So good luck with these people actually doing their job and doing it well. I hope they are, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't or won't or refuse. Um, the defense hotline is staffed by professional investigators, knowledgeable in military and civilian policies, procedures, and regulations, defense contracting procedures, and provisions of agency ethics regulations. Here's the thing. Uh, the Department of Defense does not like being regulated. They do not have ethics, and they do not believe um, that civilians should call them out on them not – I would say implementing or practicing their own policies and procedures. So, you know, th- this is kind of a this is a problem with ethics, I would say ethics and morals and that they don't really care to have either of those. So, good luck implementing that stuff. Um the inspector, the history of the inspectors general um is very vast. Um there have been many. It seems like they don't stay in office very long. And there was one guy, this Derek Vanderskaff or Kaff Scaff, Schaff, whatever his stupid last name is, um, he was acting director off and on, off and on. I guess they couldn't get rid of him or they couldn't get the right person. But it's very interesting whenever they keep calling up the same people and they're not getting good people in office to handle these things. So that is a concern there. And then also, in terms of oversight, this, de- this department or this agency actually has a council of inspectors general who, uh, focusing on integrity and efficiency and it's such a joke. I mean, and they they get together, they have a council, basically a committee that includes 73 statutory inspector generals of a number of large governmental agency agencies as well as smaller independent agencies. So basically, um these people get together and just shoot the breeze about what they're getting away with because if you think about um If they were actually doing the right thing, and I'm not just saying this as a Republican capitalist, I'm saying this as a citizen. And so here's the thing, like if they were actually meeting up and discussing important things and they actually care to do the right thing, then we would not have billions of dollars in waste and fraud. We wouldn't have that issue. Like the Department of Defense has way bigger problems with waste, fraud, embezzlement and bad audits they are way worse get this than the EPA and the IRS how bad does it have to get and this is our military okay you know normally i am all on the side of the military but you know here's the thing these people are not pro military because if they actually believed in our military and if they actually believed in the united states then they would never do things that would cause these kind of problems they would never have problems with waste and fraud especially in the billions i mean i i could see there being wasteful spending of maybe like a couple hundred thousand dollars especially for a really large agency i mean i'm not saying that i would approve that i do not but it's one of those things that when you're talking about billions of dollars uh, you know just rolling out the door like just in barrels basically i mean just waste and fraud waste and fraud in the billions that's our tax dollars that we can never get back so basically that is federal tax dollars that you paid the federal government from your wages and then it's just rolling out the door lining the pockets of all these different people whether they are civilian or military see elitism is not just a liberal democrat thing for people that you know can't stand the military 
There are so many elitists in the military that think they're better than other people and they love controlling these little agencies or whatever. And that's a problem. Because the agency does not actually belong to them, it belongs to the American people. That's why this is an issue. So, um, you know, what's interesting is that one of the references here, it says, um, mentions, well, it doesn't mention anything, but it has a, a line item here that says Department of Defense Whistleblower Program. We should take a look at that because I think that's very, I think it's important that people be able to report things without fear of losing their job or being targeted or taken to court. You know, the problem with having a whistleblower situation in regards to the Department of Defense is that you're literally dealing with the military and you're dealing with people that have a lot of power that should not have a lot of power because the power is with the people, it's not with the government. And the reason why is because we the people are the government. See, that's what it means to have democracy and freedom and capitalism. So basically, what's going on now and I'll close with this, what's going on now within this agency and their parent agency, the Department of Defense, it's like they're untouchable. Well, that's why they have so much waste, fraud and all these other problems is because they're like, well, we don't do anything wrong. And when we do do something wrong, well, we'll we'll just we'll just skirt the truth and we'll just write or rewrite legislation and regulations and policies and procedures to cover up things and then also give us permission to continue to do what we want to do. That is not legal, moral or ethical. But yet that's the mindset of some of these people and it appears to be very rampant in Washington DC and it shouldn't be because that is our nation's capital. You would think that your nation's capital would be the most well-run city in your country like like you would think that it would be the cream of the crop it's just the opposite you know president trump was completely accurate and he just amazingly accurate when he called washington dc a swamp it is because they don't want people to know what's going on because they love the gravy train on both sides of the aisle i think democrats are way worse But Republicans, you know, they like their gravy too. You know, these elected officials and these people that get nominated and appointed to these different positions. Like, you know, you are not a true Republican and you are not a true American. Whether Democrat or Republican, if if you view the American people as your personal gravy train. Like that that's just not the American way and you for sure are not a Republican. because Republicans believe in accountability and we believe in a checks and balance system. You know that's how you fight, that's how you fight fraud, how you stop it. And that's how you implement better policies and procedures, but if you know it's like you know if you never hold your child accountable for the bad things that they do as a as a little child, then when they grow up to be a teenager the things that they do are going to be way worse because they were never held accountable for the little things so because they were never held accountable for the little things they don't think they'll be held accountable for the big things and they are in for a big surprise when they turn 18 because when they turn 18 they are legally an adult here in the United States and if they screw up or do something bad or whatever or break the law they will go to jail whether it's state or federal prison you know You know, typically the the police and prosecutors 
they are very, you know, they are very much unlikely to look the other way when citizens break the law. Now, when they break the law, yeah, they they might look the other way, pass some money under the table. Not a big fan of that. I actually hate that because it's corruption and greed and fraud. But my point is this, like, you know, these people that are raising their kids very stupidly and just, you know, they're like super sensitive kids and you have to tell them they're special every day. Oh my goodness. You know, you need to take your kid to a Wrath of God church every once in a while. And I hate those churches, but you know, if you want your kid to be humbled like immediately, take him to a crazy Wrath of God church and they will be traumatized and they will learn real quick that that they are not um you know, they are not what they have been told they are. You know, just this precious little commodity and you know in the United States, you know, just this wonderful special person and it's like you know all the time or whatever i mean people are special and unique but these kids you know they're just raised in a very um i would say a touchy feely um kind of weak minded environment it's like they have to be um it's like they have to have positive affirmations like all day every day and it's like okay yes positive affirmations are important and you should be good and kind to your child or to your children or whatever but I mean I meet more and more young people that they don't know how to take or accept criticism like they they just get horribly offended you know it's like they they associate criticism with an insult and it's just like okay like you can't walk around offended all the time it 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 does nothing for you in fact it hinders you in your future so don't do that but needs to say um You know the Department of Defense and the Department of the, the, sorry, can we talk? Department of Defense Office of Inspector General, they very much are like these little spoiled rotten little kids on aisle 7 um at a Toys R Us where they want all the toys, but they're not really acknowledging who is paying for these toys. It's the American people. We are fitting the bill for all this stuff. So, um I wish more um I wish more federal workers and employees recognized that it's not all about them. Their work is important, it is valuable, but all work is important and valuable because that is what it means to have workers' rights in the United States because that is where we get our equality. It comes from the constitution. It does not come from the federal government. It does not come from these federal agencies. It it is not dependent upon our military. You know, you know equality and our freedoms come from the constitution of the United States. And the reason why our country was founded like that was because our founding fathers wanted to make sure that we never had a monarchy or a dictatorship ever again because sometimes monarchies they are dictators. So that's that's probably why not very many people like having a king or a queen unless they're in the back pocket of their king or queen or if they just have this you know this um you know living on cloud 9 or 7 whatever number it is you know they just have their heads in the cloud oh we love having a queen you know, like some of these citizens of the UK and it's just like you know do you have any idea how much money they did not pay in taxes and and you know how much money they they took from the citizens and just lived in these palaces and these mansions with with no respect or honor i mean it's just like it's just kind of shocking i mean you know it's just kind of like i don't understand how any citizen in the UK or Australia um can have such a great opinion about the monarchy in general or think it's great having a king or queen when these people, you know, your monarchy they don't have a real job. They just live off of other people. I mean, I guess that's a form of socialism, you know, but they call it a monarchy. So it's kind of like okay, you know, 
um, they, they hardly ever pay taxes. And they're given permission not to, not to pay taxes. Like, have you, ever been given not, have you ever been given permission to not pay taxes? I don't think so. So it's what, you know, that, that's very much, um, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of thing. It's kind of like the good old boy system. Because, I mean, why would a monarchy want to be held accountable for what, for what it does? Especially when it is unlawful, illegal, and fraudulent, and just, you know, not good for the country. Because we're talking millions, if not billions of pounds um, of, you know, the, the British pound, I should say, their currency, going towards, you know, a family that doesn't work for a living. And yet there are people that are, that are extremely poor in their country, in the United Kingdom, And they have socialized medicine, and people are having a hard time getting access to the medical care. Why? Because of socialized medicine. So it's just kind of like, you know, you need to be careful who you have in power of your country. You know, of course, a queen and king, they're not elected. It's just, you know, an a incestuous family, basically. Um, so, you know, needs to say monarchies are not exactly known for their purity, not by any means, but it's one of those things like, You need to be careful who you have as your leader um, because your leaders sometimes, unfortunately, give themselves permission to do things that citizens cannot do. So there's, you know, that's the problem with elitism. It says, oh, I'm better than you. You're lower than me. No, we're actually equals. That's why our founding fathers drafted the Constitution of the United States in the manner that they did. And that's why they founded this country in the manner that they did. Because they wanted to make sure that, that there was not this tick-for-tack stuff going on and there wasn't um, professional bureaucrats, because that was a big problem um, in the monarchy, still is, I would say. And um, they wanted to make sure that there wasn't a monarchy or a dictatorship, because you know, they knew that as a brand-new country, I mean, it was an uphill battle to found a new country and then try and get everybody unified You know, that, I mean, just think about, like, you know, if the United States had to be a new country again, do you really think that we would be unified on hardly anything? I mean, we have some people that can't stand the Statue of Liberty. Like, wow. Like, we have some people that can't stand our monuments and our statues, and they throw fits about it, or, or they can't stand how someone dresses or walks down the street or or your your tweet or your facebook post offended me then don't read it move on people like focus on what you love and cherish in your life not what you hate or despise because you know whatever you give your energy to that's what's going to grow in your life you know needs to say i wish more people were happy and so i pray that everyone has a much better year than last year because i think that every year that we are alive it should be an even better year And that's why we should live our lives now, not later. You know, it's kind of those things like don't put off being happy. And, you know, what's interesting about happiness is that sometimes within happiness, you have to hold people accountable for what they do. Otherwise, you're just going to spread the misery. Well, this is one reason why we have this show is to help out with accountability, not only for labor unions, but also for our federal government and these agencies, because a lot of these things go hand in hand. And unfortunately, Um, there are many agencies and departments within the federal government, and I would say the state governments as well, these departments that they very much act like labor unions, and they think that they are untouchable. You know, let me say this. 
None of them are untouchable. Like, if you are serving in a position of power, or if you work for a very powerful um, public sector employer, you're very much held accountable to the American people. That's just how it is. If you work uh, for a labor union or through a labor union, you are still held accountable by the American people because we are the consumer for your product or your service. See, that's where we have equality, not inequality. But anyway, um, I will go ahead and end this podcast. But as usual, until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole. That you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye bye. Waves transform.